One sec. One. That's so funny. Hey, hey guys. Happy 420. Happy 420. Well, it's well, 420 yeah. for us. It's 422 Two. for you guys. Happy 422. If you're listening on that day. Yeah, if you're listening to the day this came out. Happy 422. Um, My gum. I need to put my gum somewhere. Um, So yeah, we're recording this on 420. And it's kind of funny because it's like we, we on 419, right. we released a 420 episode. And now we're actually filming a 420 episode on 420. So we had two high episodes. Yeah. It's a 420 we're high week. Again, by the oh way. yeah, we're high. <laughs> I'm I'm really high. I Uh-oh. I think I'm higher than I was for sure. Me too. Last episode because I also smoked at 4:20 and it's like 6:20 right now. What time is it? It's 6:31 right now. So I've been high for 2 hours mm-hmm. and I'll probably be high for another 5 until I go to sleep. Uh, you don't like that? No. See, once I'm high, like I feel like I want to like stay high. My constant my constant thought is like, okay, when's this going to go away? Oh. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here with us today. Thanks for participating. Um also it's our last episode for season one. Yeah. We shouldn't be so mer about no, it when we talk about it. But like it is it is shitty. Like I, it definitely is we a were sad walking thing. out and we were like I was like, Kristen, I'm gonna miss this. Yeah. Uh, I'm miss you guys. It feels weird. It feels it feels it's gonna be short. Weird, but yeah, it'll be short. Um but we want to acknowledge that this is the last time. That being said, the way life works, I have a story for you guys um little update little life update that i feel like will be cool to leave you on for season one because when season two comes back there's gonna be a lot of evolution of this of the situation yes there will be so much evolution there will be i don't know i think there's love (laughs) guys um so, <laughs> God, ah! I've actually never seen you like this in my entire life. <laughs> Dead ass. I know. I've never felt like this either. Oh, shit. Not this intensely. The Not way- the, the way I'm like, and I'm like, let me update you guys. Um, so we had friends from home visiting and, um, I'm not going to say their names because at this point I don't want names out. Like I, you know, I told myself I would never tell people about my love life ever again because I didn't, I don't want a public love life anymore ever. (laughs) But I also like, I feel like this is a really cool story to tell. And I guess if I keep it anonymous, like, yeah, you can share what you're going through and still keep the privacy. Right. I don't have, it's not like I have to tell every detail. I'm just going to, because we'd be, we'd be here for 60,000 years. years. I don't think, you know, I, what I actually told him one night we were laying in bed, I said, if I used every word in the dictionary, I could probably only put about 2% of our connection in words. Holy shit. What a cute thing to say. It's cause I'm in love. (laughs) Anyway. So they came to visit and um, we've we've been friends with these boys for God for years since like at least 2010. Right. Yeah. The the group I'm t- referring to right now. Obviously. Right. Um, and we I met. Should we give him a name? Um, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner. <laughs> 
Okay, I have to tell you guys why they're so like funny. Guys. Oh my god, there's so many layers to this. Um, we have like an alter ego together where I'm Liz and he's Tanner, and we're like super like a they love dirt couple. biking we on the like, weekend, right? Like monster energy. Like we have a big truck, and like our son's name is Brady. They wear miss me jeans. Yes, like that's our alter ego. So I'm Liz, he's Tanner. So Tanner, <laughs> uh. God, I feel like it's actually going to take up a lot of the fucking episode. I'm, I got to speed through this. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, whatever. We're here. <laughs> thanks. Um, <laughs> we met Tanner at Chico Lean one year. In 25th, Chico, no. 13. 2013. We, were, we had just got out of high school. Mm-hmm. And we met him. And I remember that night, like, obviously we we're all fucked up. I didn't even go out that night. I was so fucked exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell that whole night. Maybe I'll tell that another day, but... Like off the bat, I was kind of like, Alex, like you guys were drawn to each other. Right. This was eight years ago. Right. Eight years ago. And we, um, we actually kissed the night we met too. Like we were just like drunk and like we were in the middle of the street waiting for friends to catch up with us. And he grabbed me and he like pushed me against, (laughs) he pushed me against a trash can. (laughs) Like in Chico, like a fucking college ass trash can. (laughs) And, uh, we kissed that night and, um. He's been in our lives ever since kind of yeah sometimes a lot then not a lot like I feel like he kind of faded in In and and out out. of our side of the group right um for a while and I was also in a relationship for hella years and you know he's brought people around too like we we never explored anything but we've always been like we always have so much fun together yeah like when we're in a room it's you guys are like drawn to each other magnetically and it's like you guys have the same sense of hu- humor, so it's always you guys are always so in sync, so in sync. Our humor is like spot on, exactly the same. Yep. Um, and anyway, like I said, we haven't really been able to explore much, and um, came recently to, came to visit like two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> well, we recently like we so we've seen each other a little bit more, and then um. Something just kind of changed, and this past week and a half, two weeks, um, they're gone now. But they were here for a long time. Like, you're I, no, I've I never. Can't words. I'm also I've, really high. I've never seen you like this with anyone in my entire life. I also have really bad cotton mouth. Can't <laughs> yeah, some water. Careful, yeah. my gums on the top. Yeah. Um, no, I. I mean, I was telling. We were in the uh, Taco Bell drive-through line. And Aww. we were talking about it, and I was like, Kristen, this I've never seen you so in sync with someone. I know. You guys were literally, you know what it is? I think he, like, da- like not to, like, label it, but down to, like, a certain, like, to boil it down. Well, it puts it in terms for people who don't see the dynamic. Right. To boil it down, he is the love language that you've always wanted. And you like, and I think you right now are coming to terms with the fact that you des- you've always deserved that, and I think he's like showing up to be the proof. What the fuck? <laughs> That's it. I mean, you nailed it. He, he's like, he's kind of everything. Like he's so fucking patient, which I need. He's super like, um optimistic but not in a way that's like annoying person you know sometimes over optimistic people i'm like come on now you're not even being real like he still has logic but he's also so positive and he just like constantly sees the light yes and 
like <laughs> it's, I've always thought this might be a toxic tendency of mine that I've, I mean, I've told you this, I've, I want a guy that has been through shit. Mm-hmm. I want a guy that has, has trauma and he's worked through it and he's super like emotionally, emotionally intelligent. Yep. Yes. I, I have prayed to the motherfucking universe for that. And that's not toxic. That. Right. But that's for a while, that's I, like for a minute, I was connect like, to people with people through that sense. For sure. But I never, since I, I know, I never knew if I was going to get it. Right. I guess was more, you know, you, you, you have a type, but you never know if you're actually going to get that type. Yeah. And he is that like he, he's been through he's so been through shit. fucking much. He is one of the most wise people. And you know, what's like crazy. It like makes him more wise is you, you don't expect it right off the bat because right. he's such like a funny light hearted person. Yeah. But like, Every now and been through the most. Yeah. Every now and then he'll hit you with some fucking wisdom and right. deep fact and you're like, "Oh my god, you are making me see wor- the world from a different different perspective right exactly, now." Exactly. You nailed it. Exactly. We were we were in Target the other day and he told me some fucking crazy shit about his childhood and I literally stopped in the body wash aisle. We were sitting there like smelling body wash as we were having a <laughs> conversation about like some fucked up ass shit. And I was I just looked at him and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I don't know. I like, I don't even want to say too much to you guys. Like the fact that I, this is even going to be posted online and I'm telling you guys this, I don't know. I think it like I, in that Taco Bell line, I was like, you guys are literally going to get married. All yeah, whether that be, yeah, are. whether that be in like 15 years or whenever, but like, there's no way that you can pull apart from that human when you have that kind of connection. Yes. I, that, that is a big thing. Like I, I hate thinking about, the what ifs and the potential of what can happen in the future. Cause sometimes I'm like, what's the point? You're just kind of freaking yourself out. But like, I actually don't know how we could not be right. together at this point. Like, yo, nothing's going to top this. That's crazy. <laughs> it's every fucking department, humor, connection, silence, the fucking silence we have together physical mental it's crazy friend group yeah like we it literally cook. all it all comes so easily shit's fucked up that's crazy i cried the other night i was like i i cry because like sure right now i you could tell i'm really happy about it and i feel really light about it but i <laughs> just as equally i will sit up in bed and be like hold on Kristen. like it's overwhelming yes and he even asked me that sometimes. He's like, am I, over- am I overwhelming you? Because I've told him this so many times. This is what I'm about to tell you is I still am like, but am I ready? Like, I've only been out of a relationship for over a little over a year. Like, I'm like, Did, have I healed? I don't want to bring any of these old tendencies into this new one. I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. I don't want to fuck this up. So now I'm like, shit getting cold feet but then i'm like bitch don't but get cold like, feet you're gonna then he's gonna be the one that got away right don't don't like halt what's naturally happening that's what he says <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> okay i don't know okay you're in love and you're gonna get married i don't know i just i had to tell you guys that um i don't know where it's gonna go but i think there's gonna be a lot like we said there's gonna be a lot of development here. yeah a lot Tanner, I'm pro Tanner. Duh. <laughs> well, duh, but also like, can you guys relate the second that your best friend fucking yeah. it was like stamp of approval? You're like, okay, marry me. <laughs> but I mean, right. duh. Like it, that's a big thing for me that I didn't realize either is 
how close I do like you being with the guy I'm talking to. Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah. We've, I mean, I've known him for so, I mean, I, yeah. I think we both met him that yeah. night. We have our own relationship. Yes, you guys do. Yeah. And I love that. Like you, like y'all will FaceTime and talk about your own shit too. Like he's, he's one of my dearest, closest friends. Insane. Yeah. That's the thing. We've been, we've been like really, really fucking close for eight years. Not all the eight years, but like the past few, we've gotten right. like a lot closer, but like, like I, it's not just this new person that I found just specifically to be romantic with. Like I've had the friend dynamic with him, which is so important. Why don't you like try and, cause you talk about like your timeline. Why don't you try and like flip that and think tr- like trust in the timeline that you and Tanner are having right now. <laughs> I know. I'm just picturing the alter ego. That's it. I know. <laughs> that you and Tanner are having right now. And just like, focus on like shift like focus on that timeline and think like okay this started eight years ago there's a reason why you went through these these six years of us not being a thing now it's your guys's time (laughs) what the fuck that's fucking crazy like don't look at it from like that's that's the human experience is interacting and connecting with other people it's not just your timeline you're right like think of it as yours and his timeline that is now picking up where it left off six years ago and it's this time now oh my god what a trip Eh. okay (laughs) now like i'm uh this is what I do every single night the past two weeks. I sit and I'm just, this is the the conversation I have in my head. I'm like, what the fuck is happening to my heart? I don't know, but it feels good. Um, what, what else? Wearing? Uh, let's see. I'm wearing, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I'm wearing uh, Mr. Crab socks and white shorts and a dare shirt in honor of 420. 420, the propaganda that was shoved down your throat if you were in grade school. Yeah. Do they do it anymore? I don't know. I hope so. Hmm. Did it teach you anything? <laughs> I'm literally loaded right now. <laughs> okay. No. It taught me something. A lot of people say it was like propaganda and shit. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of an intense way to look at it. Okay. Can't you argue that it's like subliminal, like it's subliminally and like a uh, placebo effect working in a way that like, you automatically see dare and it just like your brain automatically associates it to drugs are bad. And it's just like, it was so big. And like when we were kids in the like nineties and early two thousands and like, maybe it did shift something in people, but it, but it like, I'm high right now. No, I know. But like, (laughs) but other drugs, drugs, dare isn't just about weed. No, I know. It's just drugs. I know. I know. But I've done other drugs. (laughs) <laughs> but like not crazy you know what drugs. i've never been in a fight so maybe the violence part stuck okay sure Woo, it works. whatever works. it works guys you know what did work every 15 minutes yo let's not go there i'm gonna go there for a quick sec if you know you know our school Dude. did it a few sco- i know a lot of schools i've done it i think around the nation i think it's like a national thing yeah um every 15 minutes someone dies in a drunk driving accident facts facts but uh what our school did was insane it was like a week before the assembly um our they classmates were pulled out of school for a full week the selected classmates we had as if they died I, in an accident yeah. 
and we had a funeral for them. There were tombstones, tombstones. in the courtyard for their names. People putting real flowers. They on didn't them. come to school for a week. It was like they, they didn't actually, have their phones either. Like yeah, even if you like went home and had to text one, like nothing. Nope. They they like they stuck to the bit. And then a week later, the assembly comes around and the assembly is a reenactment of the car crash. They God. actually get like fake blood and like uh, real cars Pictures that crash and like other. cops and ambulance show up. Like we have. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. like pull into the school and they're like, Mah! like it was a full thing. They carry uh, caskets and we have a bit the big funeral and their parents come and speak yep. and the parents cry like and it's real because yeah. it puts it, it. They make it so real that you're actually at this funeral for these six to eight kids that died in your high school that shit was a wild it was on my birthday i wonder if they still do it i wonder yeah let us know let if us your know. guys' school does it if you do, if you're you in school or if you go to college park high school in pleasant hill do you guys but still yeah do it? it's intense and it really fucking scared people straight oh yeah that works absolutely i remember it like i said it happened on my birthday and i remember sitting in the bleachers like bawling my eyes out was was kelly in it i kind of no but do you want to say his name that's fine. That's okay. my high school ex. Um, why do I think he was? For some reason, I remember like walking think, into the assembly and he was like painted gray with all of them. I remember like wanting to talk to him. I don't know. I, did I? I met him. Is that a dream? I don't think he was. I don't know. Ask him. Uh, uh, text him. Uh, um, <laughs> and I had a tiara on and I was sitting in the bleachers like. <laughs> <laughs> like Happy birthday to me. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, yeah, that shit works. What yeah. were we saying? What are you wearing today? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, and I'm wearing my liquid death beanie. That I, oh my god, I wore this the last episode. Did you? Yeah. It's okay. I'm because I'm wearing the same socks. <laughs> we're gross. <laughs> no, mine are washed. Mine's not. <laughs> it was a beanie, but this was also like six days of ago. You're six right. Days You're ago right. For but us. to them, wow, I just d- didn't know how to speak. Um, yeah, sorry guys, we're wearing the same socks and beanie. I promise it's like six days later. Uh, <laughs> tie-dye sweats. Uh, don't you hate when you have like a little slither of ankle? I don't in between. usually wear socks ever with oh. sweats, especially. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, oh my God, this is my ex's shirt. Oh, it's okay. I'm over it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a really cool shirt. It's a concrete jungle shirt. And it's all, it matches like my sweats, <laughs> my sweats perfectly. And then this is, I think this is my dad's black beanie. Is it Raiders? Had it for years now. Oh. I have a Raiders beanie though. That, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, few more updates. There were a few things we're going to say. Oh, oh, I got a really cute, like a really fucking cute um, hinge response. So cute. You, you guys. guys, I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you. I have like a, um, I think I had posted it on Instagram. I have a like really cutesy picture of me in a red dress on my hinge profile. Um, and he responded to it. I had you screenshot it. Screenshot it. I still have it. So I actually liked him on hinge. You like, like each other and it's not swiping. Um, you have to like accept people who you like. Anyways, I liked him and he, he accepted me and he said, do you think advice could be formatted for television and still succeed? Because we got to get you in that red dress on television. The people deserve to see it. But at the same time, I'm like, no, I want to build a small stage and one luxurious throne like chair. And then you wear it just for me. No one else. Not on a boo boo. The end made it. It made, <laughs> I was it, saying it made it like, not so like poetic. Right. And, like, huh. It's that not the cutest fucking response. I love that. 
I loved that so much. And Great. Say and what you cute. said back. Oh, that shit was good too. I said, I'm glad you like it. I'll wear it on our first date. <laughs> Hasn't hit me back yet, but we'll see. I think that was TBD. such a creative and um, intro. He's really funny too. If you look at his profile. Yeah. His last picture is a picture that he drew of himself when he was like a kid. <laughs> it's like with like a crayon and shit. He's got yeah. character. His profile shows a lot of personality. Um, also, we had kind of talked a little bit about the human brain last episode. I think you're going to say the human centipede. <laughs> oh, that too. We, not last episode. You guys, we watched the human centipede sidebar. No, we won't go there. Uh, don't watch that movie. Don't it's do it. Actually, sick. I watched the second one too. Oh my God. The scene when she's in the car. Did you watch the third one? And has today? the baby. Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> I, and you know, I don't give a fuck about movies. I'm so, I'm so able to watch a movie and separate what's real and what's fake because I'm so aware of like set, set life. <laughs> so when I watch movies, that's all I see is a set. But the scene in A Human Centipede 2, I'm going to spoil it because y'all don't need to watch it. Uh, she's trying to escape and she's she has her baby while, ah, while she's driving. And the baby goes underneath the gas pedal and she floors it. And it sh- it shows it. Uh, it was so fucking yeah, terrible. No, it's a hard movie to watch. Up. I stood up from the couch and I unplugged the TV out of the wall. <laughs> like didn't know. I couldn't even, I couldn't care to find the remote. I unplugged the TV from the wall and I screamed for about three minutes. Had terrible. you never seen the second one before? I, I you did, know, I but saw I forgot. The, I saw the, sur- the second one before I saw the first one. I saw him out of order. I know. That makes it such so weird because the guy in the second one's obsessed with the first one. I know. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I didn't know. What were you saying? Anyways. Human. Yeah. Uh, human brain brain so my brother he listens to the podcast he sent me um what elon musk has been working on for the past few years what it is dude it's called near neuralink oh i've heard of this okay. and um do you know what it is no but i've like literally heard the word um it's basically he's working with a whole bunch of scientists not a whole bunch I, i'm it, they don't make it clear on the website i'm sure he's a fucking squad right scientists and engineers to they're developing this um it's they're calling it a medical device and it's a tiny device that they implant in your brain and it has like uh micro they're tiny tiny threads that connect to um parts of your brain that control movement and it's supposed to be how you commute it's like bluetooth in your brain and it's going to um they're specifically trying to help paraplegics right now and you can communicate with your phone you can type you can type on any like mobile device or your computer but through your brain through your like your motion your motion um nervous system yeah i'm speechless yeah he's working he's been working on it for years what the fuck is that guy doing yeah I like it. I oh, love. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, that, that wasn't. I just mean like that's fucking crazy. No, right. I love that. that why are we, Why are more people talking about this? Maybe they are, and maybe we're not listening. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, we're not listening to the right people. Right, You're right. What the fuck? That is so cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Crazy. I, I truly, I am all about technology, like helping, but it's where I start getting like eh, is when we start becoming dependent when we don't need to be right. So when you, you said he's he's using it as a medical thing right now. Yeah, so they're presenting it. it as they're developing it as a medical device. I love that. Yeah. But 
when I the faces I was making last week during or last episode during your thing was like making me scared that we were gonna lose our soft humanity. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, there's I mean there's definitely gonna that line is gonna get thinner and thinner. Yes, of course because yes, but um, oh, Isn't that, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's I'm actually speechless. One of my first thoughts when I was like doing uh going through the website was how like what if I mean it's technology right. Mm-hmm how are they going to like safely say that your shit's not going to get hacked? That is such a good point. Like, and there's one tiny paragraph on the whole website. That's like, we're doing everything we can to make sure every layer of the device is um, like crypto encoded so that it can't be hackable. Like it's but like, but then how? our hackers are just going to get, better. but like how? Yeah. So like, how are we going to develop with that? That's where people are like, is it something that, like, the government's doing so that they can hack us and we're just fucking robots more than we already are and like elon musk is this pawn this tech pawn that they're using and we're we're all we all love him he's so cool right he has a baby with grimes and he's like edgy and like cool but like is he just a pawn to come off as this like cool open-minded guy when in reality he's just just yeah he's he's just like the the face of he's the brainwasher yeah He's just the fate. He's like, who's that guy in Hunger Games? The like really pretty guy. I don't know. With the eyebrows maybe? I don't know. You know what I learned? Another thing about Tanner? What? His celebrity crush is Jennifer Lawrence. Is Okay. She's fucking beautiful. She's hilarious. <laughs> love her. But isn't that a super random cl- no, celebrity she's dre- cute. dress? <laughs> celebrity crush? I, when he said that, I was so like, whoa, like that's, that's a, not a common celebrity crush. That's, I guess, more what I'm saying. It's not weird. Yeah. Sounds mean. She's fucking god beautiful yeah it's not like it's, just it's like not like you're megan fox or like right yeah she's just so uncommon i thought that was interesting Can eh. I say? anyway from elon musk to <laughs> what's her face uh jennifer lawrence oh my god my oh. finger's stuck oh my god what were we gonna say song of the day oh yeah the motion by drake i've been listening to a lot of drake nice he just dropped did you have you listened to his new stuff he dropped something else again yeah what did he uh did he pick it up <laughs> <laughs> um he dropped it's called scary hours two. Oh, two. yeah he dropped it early march oh wait then yes i do know this wait maybe i'm tripping never mind huh yes no i thought uh, it was like three it was on songs like the, or some shit yeah it was on the like right. new music it's, yeah, I didn't it's love it. right i didn't i wasn't obsessed um some kind of love by looney Looney. It's really cute. That's a good cute. one. Um, sorry, distracted. I'm looking at your liked songs right now, and Loco is at the top by Machine Gun Kelly, which was my song of the day last episode. And that actually, like, if you want to just hop in, that does bring me into my first let's do it email that we got from you I guys. I love the smooth transition. Right? Smooth talking. This one is titled. This one is titled loco music video slash shroom story this is such a cool story guys like maybe i'm biased because shroom story just wait okay hey girlies i've been waiting for a reason to email you guys and when y'all mentioned the loco music video in the 420 episode i knew this was my chance no need to keep it on this is megan i'm turning 26 on april 26 woo hey that's your golden year birthday you're gonna cool love that for you and my mom had me when she was 17. Since my mom is so young, she's hella fucking tight. 
Anyway, she's a major fan of MGK. Like, she's literally had sex with one of the band members. Shut the fuck up. And then in parentheses, she put, and that's on being a sex-positive parent. <laughs> Love that. Love that. One time when they were in town, the band member asked her if she knew where to get some shrooms. So she, she searched high and low in order to fulfill the band's request. She ended up finding a guy and sneaking a ton of shrooms into the venue for them. Long story short, after they played their show, they were on their way to the next city where we never knew if they did them that night or not. A few days later, my mom, my mom's band member crush informed her that Pete Davidson said her shrooms were amazing. Excuse me. Um, we freaked the fuck out and could not believe that text. In conclusion, Pete motherfucking Davidson <laughs> did the shrooms that my mom snuck in in the loco music video which in the men in in the end mentions that they are really good shrooms so i'll pause right there in the video they're in a diner and they're literally like squirting like uh maple syrup all over their food and they're they're putting shrooms on top and they're eating like shrooms and dipping those are your mom's shrooms those were her mom's shrooms and at the end after like the video completely ends they're in their hotel room and um it's like i think it's like a shot of pete and he's like those are really good shrooms and mgk goes like uh yeah those are really good like agrees yo the the music video ends so i thought that was really cool what a flex right uh she ends up saying this has since been since then been our little inside joke that we like to share with friends whenever we hear the song thank you ladies for being the same age sisters i've always dreamt of happy 420 y'all love ya love you too yeah so cool such such a fucking flex um he did some shit with like the Triller fight with Jake Paul's fight. He hosted it. He, he was actually the host. Yeah, I believe so. Why didn't they advertise that more? I don't know. Like that, that would have had me staying home that night and sitting on the fucking couch glued to the TV just to see his mouth move. <laughs> I had no idea he's hosting it, so I didn't even watch the fight. Really? I feel like it. I feel like it was like kind of known. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it afterwards, and I was like, "What? Pete was there?" And people were like, "Yeah, dude, he was like on like." Like the carpet or some shit. I don't know. But he was funny. People are saying he was good. Really, some people are saying he was bad. Oh, I liked him. And it was his sense of people just don't like him. It was his true. sense of humor. You're right. People who don't like him don't understand that. Um, love him. But they were saying the tension between him and Jake was like super weird. Yeah. Um, I only saw like little clips, but he was definitely like uh the other guy, I don't know his name, but he was like really hardcore sigging on pete or um on jake and was like oh you're gonna win like everyone hates jake like he like celebrities don't even think he's a real celebrity blah blah blah. just talking hell shit yeah and then he like goes and hangs out with jake and he's just like and jack harlow yeah oh my god pete and jack harlow together god damn um okay (laughs) wait before we get into the rest of the weed stories we need to take a quick break for our sponsors just like last episode (laughs) we filmed this before we were high because we didn't know how we were gonna be when we got high so roll the sponsors so our sponsor today is BetterHelp. You guys have heard us talk about them so, so many times because you know how how important we feel therapy is. And I feel like they're such an amazing resource, especially right now when we're not leaving our house as much. And it's super safe. You connect online with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start talking to somebody in under 48 hours, which is amazing. Because when I first started therapy, I remember it was like, she was like, okay, my next available is like two and a half weeks. And I'm like, oh, Bitch, I, need I need you, you right now. That's another thing. You can message them at any time and they'll always get back to you in a timely manner. And you can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions. That's nice. Because sometimes video can be a lot. Yeah. That's really nice. Like face to face is 
intense. Yeah, it could be intense. So the BetterHelp specialists specialize in so many things across the board, like depression, trauma, stress, relationships, even troubles with sleeping, which I'm sure some of you guys can agree on. And it's super affordable. There's also financial aid. So really cool. That's really special. So to start living your better life today, get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash advice. Join over 1 million people that have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash advice. Thanks, Thanks BetterHelp. Help. Okay, so here's my weed story. Senior year, my best friend and I started watching our art teacher's kids on the weekends. Side note, he ended up leaving his wife for a student of his who graduated a year before us. Whoa. Yuck. Oof. Anyway, one Saturday, I picked up my friend and she was super hungover and probably still drunk. So when we arrived, she was being really weird and silly and was walking on his kitchen counter. She looks at me and says, Maddie. And I'm like, oh, no. what? And she, what? and she grabs a little basket that was on the shelf and it's full of joint ends. So she stuffs four to five in her pocket. And after babysitting, we went in the woods and I smoked for the first time. I didn't get high, but it's still such a good fucking story. Love you girls. Happy 420, Maddie. Oh, damn. This was titled, We Stole Weed from My Teacher's House. That's was a good fucking sick. Um, I want to smoke weed in a forest. Have you never? I don't think I have. Anyway, okay. <laughs> let's do that. I just like, I feel like it's such a good place to smoke and I haven't done yeah. it. Yeah. Somebody. Okay. My next one. It's a high story. I thought I was never going to speak again. After summer break, my friend from Saudi Arabia brought back this mystery, quote, stuff for his roommates to mix with their weed. And one day I decided to take a BR, a bong rip, unknowingly that this random drug was mixed with it. I instantly started coughing and I walked to the kitchen to get water. After I got water, I sat down and an hour went by and I didn't speak a single word. Everyone started to notice and my friend goes, wait, Annie hasn't talked in an hour. That's so weird and not like her. Everyone else was high, so they didn't even notice for that long. When I tried to talk back to them, I physically could not get the Hell words out. no. I have no idea how to even describe what I was feeling, but in my mind, I was completely coherent and understood what people were saying. So I thought I was done for. I thought I was never going to speak again. This was it. Oh. I was legit coming to terms with it while simultaneously freaking out and writing in the notes app to my friends saying that I couldn't speak. They laughed at me and tried to get me to talk for about 10 minutes before my friend seemed worried. So he helped me up, put my jacket on me and walked me home. I ended up being able to speak again, but that pretty much sums up why I will never be using a bong ever again or smoking weed with a weird substance in it. D yeah. Do you know what this weird substance is? Yeah. That one is on you, that's, man. Yeah. Why that's did you do sketch. that? I would not. I don't Hell care how no. fucked up I am. Like that's, you know, that's one thing I could confidently say. I feel like you're good at this too. When we're fucked up. Okay. Also, I'm playing with my gum right now Stop. like on my water bottle. When we're <laughs> fucked up we're not the type of people that are like, we'll then do whatever drug. No. Like we're still coherent enough to be like, no, I'm, I'm fucked up, but I'm not going to fuck up how I feel right now. Right. With something that's going to make it worse. Like I'm oh. very conscious about what I do as far I as still like, have good judgment on that. Intoxicated. Right. Yeah. I'm glad we're like that. Um, shit. That's scary. No, was not being able to talk. Okay. I just saw the subject line for yours. Read that <laughs> out loud. That's fucking funny. <laughs> okay. This is my next one. Guys, keep hitting us with the good titles because it really grabs our attention. It does. This one's called, My Dog Was Possessed by Jesus. 
Yeah, you read that right. Yeah. <laughs> One time I got so high, I dead ass thought, dead ass thought Jesus Christ had entered my Hold dog. Hold on, this is a Noah Cyrus song. I got so high that I saw Jesus. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> Do you think she's fucking with us? No, this is real. <laughs> the fact that you, <laughs> you doubted it. She's just like a like a crazy Noah Cyrus fan. She just, just writes the whole song, but like paraphrases the lyrics. Shit. Wait, can I sidebar real quick? Yeah, of okay. course. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to advice. I went to a Catholic school growing up, and you guys, my brother, he had um he went to the same school. He had an assignment to write a poem for Jesus. And he wrote the lyrics to um <laughs> How Far Is Heaven by Los Lonely Boys. <laughs> oh my god and we were we were on our way i think we were on our way to like a camping trip like probably like six years ago and he had told us this for the first time because we were listening to it on the road and he was like Like it obviously reminds him of it i'm sure a poem to jesus was how far is heaven by los lonely boys that is such a good good. song great banger and how did he do do you does i don't i don't know what he got i'll ask him the teacher had to have had to have it was eighth grade it, ha- it couldn't have been more than eighth grade because that was i mean we the school you stopped was, going there yeah. yeah whoa i think it was eighth grade Wait, yeah. i'm like i know i want to hear the story from uh, him. yeah i'll i'll get more details but guys that's so fucking funny. i hope he still has the assignment i mean it's just the lyrics to Los only voice <laughs> <laughs> i can literally google it right <laughs> no i'm gonna ask him if he like got a good grade or something Holy shit. um okay back into this sorry uh, I got so high, I deadass thought Jesus Christ had entered my dog. To set the story up, I have to get a little deep. It happened right around the time I was having a lot of religious inner com- conflict. I grew up Christian my whole life. However, once I started to get older, I developed mindsets and views that were not in the Christian belief. I started to, con- to consider myself as spiritual instead of religious, and I was feeling a lot of guilt about that. So that probably explains why my high I brain thought Jesus was in, was in my dog. For sure. This all happened one night when I was sitting on my couch and my dog was peering down the stairs at me. I love being with my dog when I'm high, so I kept calling his name and to try and get him to come down and sit with me, and that little bitch simply refused. So I did the only rational thing and walked up the stairs to get him. When I approached him, I swear I saw him wink at me. <gasps> so again, I did the only rational thing and assume that my dog winking at me meant jesus was inside of him i picked him up and moved him to the couch with me normally when i pick him up he cuddles right up next to me this time he did not he went to the end of the couch and ignored me that's when the real magic happened i (laughs) i started saying his name charlie charlie and he would not come to me i sighed and called out jesus and i swear to god he turned his head i'm not saying it wasn't the drug but like it would be cool if jesus was actually in my dog Okay, thank you so much for reading. You girls are for real, my BFFs. Please keep anonymous. I am going, I don't think I said her name. Uh, I'm going to miss you so much on your break. Enjoy the time off. I love you, chicas. Oh, thank you. Yo. What the fuck? That's fucking hilarious. I, the things I would do, the money I'd pay for stories from dogs and <laughs> no, cats. That that's what I was going to say. That was like another reason why I picked this. You have some crazy specific connect, like walls break down when you're high. Yes. Spe- like just, just weed though. Oh yes, absolutely. When you're high, you have you could talk to your dog exactly. There's there's for sure. Uh, I can't even put it in words right now. Yes, because I'm right when they said, "I love being with my dog when I'm high." Like same, I love just like it's laying like in a bed, different 
like laying on her like even still on my phone whatever i'll be on tiktok whatever but like laying on her and like feeling her heartbeat yep. like i think we get closer to dogs when we're high i want me girl. hey you know what when we come back for season two maybe we should bring yeah. the dogs on we, will. we definitely should that'd be fun all right this next one is subjected Sub- the subject says <laughs> hi and driving on the freeway with drunk goggles oh shit Hi, Kristen and Alex. First, I wanted to say that I love this podcast and I'm already dreading your season break, but I love you guys and we'll count the days until the podcast is back. Same. (laughs) So when I was a sophomore in high school, I was taking driving classes, but getting my license like everyone else does. Unfortunately, I completely forgot that day that I had a class. So about an hour before my driving instructor picked me up, I smoked hella. I'm talking two bowls and a J. My mom came home about 30 minutes after I smoked and reminded me about my class. And I was too scared to tell her that I smoked because she would have literally killed me if she ever found out I smoked the devil's lettuce so young and so, so stupidly. Um, I went to class and I began my driving session to make things even worse because it's not like I was already struggling. My teacher decided to make me drive on the freeway for the first time and put these drunk driving goggles on to scare me to never drive intoxicated. So not only was I driving on the freeway for the first time, but I was high and my eyesight was of someone who was crossfaded. And to make matters worse, I was so terrified that I peed a little and had an hour left in my session. Shit. Thank God nothing bad happened. So it's a funny story to tell now. But yeah, worst high story ever. Love you guys and the pod. I do not need to be anonymous. My name is Michaela and Michaela spelled M-A-K-A-Y-L-A. Really pretty. Yeah, that's fucking wild. I, I didn't know they do drunk goggles. They didn't do that for me. I didn't even do driving school. Oh, I got, you, you were 18. I was 18. I just took the test. Um, no, yeah, that's act- that's crazy. But um, at that point, I would have been like, hey. Yeah. I, just like reschedule. Yeah, I would just be like, I'm, I'm actually feeling really nauseous or I have explosive diarrhea. Always pull the explosive diarrhea. People yep. will not. They won't question mix it. Mix you on that because nobody wants poop around them and everyone's had it so it's like shit you get it you yeah. know you don't question when someone has diarrhea you don't you don't ask how bad though like how often are you using the yeah. bathroom are you sure you can't come in no no question like asked. no you're out respect you respect the diarrhea <laughs> okay next one this one's called 420 story is this where i submit submit my story yes <laughs> yes uh hi my name is mary and i'm obsessed with your podcast my 420 story I was hanging out with my coworker and we wanted to roll up, but didn't know where. For some reason, I thought, why not the church parking lot that is close by? Side note, Everyone. my coworker. <laughs> right. Every town. Yep. Side note, my coworker had other drugs on him and I didn't know. So he rolls a blunt. We're smoking it. I'm high as fuck. All of a sudden, an L.A. County Sheriff's SUV pulls up fast whoop, whoop. and two sheriffs hop out and are walking towards our car. At that moment, I saw my life flash before my eyes. Getting arrested is my worst nightmare. I was in a full panic, like the type of panic where you don't even know how to breathe. A bitch was high. Then I hear my coworker say, shove this up your pussy. (gasps) He hands me a small bundle of pills and Coke in a plastic baggie. And I did it. I shoved it up there. With the dead emoji. I would have too. Why? I don't know. I'm stupid. The The sheriffs passed us. They walked past the car and straight into the church building. The moment those sheriffs went into the building, we took the fuck off. Needless to say, I was there only to smoke because I was out of bud. And that's the day I found out my coworker was a heavy drug user. Oh, shit. Weed is cool. Say no to drugs, kids. Fuck the manufactured stuff. 
Amen. Facts. Fuck the manufacturer. Fuck stuff. the manufacturer. That's so true. Weed and shrooms is all I like. Yep. Wow. Keep love it that. natural. If it grows from the earth, what's the worst fine. that can happen? That's what meant for us. Exactly. We're just animals eating what the earth has given us. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That's fucking. I don't wild. know if I'd do that. I think I would in a panic. If I was in a panic, I would. No doubt about it. If I had time to think about it, I wouldn't do it. Because <laughs> yeah. my thing would be like, oh my God, what if the plastics open a little bit and it starts yeah, using no, into me see, and I'm that's on my all first those drugs. thought. In a panic, mine's not. If cops are there, I'm like, anything for not getting my caught. freedom. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Next one. It says, uh, passed out in a train station. Oh shit. Hey ladies. This doesn't have to be a non. This is Chantal. First, I just want to say that I've been watching Kristen's YouTube for years and the podcast since day one, and your content always makes my day. You two inspire me so much. Thank you. Anyway, I thought I'd share my first time high story with you. I was pre-gaming at a friend's house before going out for his birthday, so I was already pretty litty. Mistake numero uno. On our way to the train station to go to the club, they were all passing around a blunt and asked if I wanted to try. I accepted, and they explained to me how I had to inhale to feel the effects. I took a hit and didn't know how long I should wait to feel it. And we're, we were approaching the station quickly. So the feeling, so feeling like I needed to catch up. I took the second, I I took a second really big hit. Shit. That always does you in. Right. Also, I forgot to mention that I'm the biggest lightweight mistake. Numero dos. So we got to this, we got to the station and I didn't feel anything except tipsy from the couple of drinks I had when we were waiting for the train. The guy's, we're talking and I started to feel a buzzing in my head. So I walked over to a wall that I can lean on. My boyfriend noticed that I was staring out of the station window and was kind of wobbling back and forth. He came over and asked if I was all right. And right when he asked my right, my eyes rolled back and I fainted. He caught me and held me standing upright by putting his arms underneath my armpits and leaning me against a wall. Right as this happened, a flock of people came off the train and were walking past us and therefore saw my boyfriend, 6'3", holding an incapacitated me, 5'4", up against the train station wall, which probably looked pretty sketch. No one did anything, but my boyfriend told me he got a lot of dirty looks. I gained consciousness and the rest of the guys went to the club while my boyfriend sat in the station with me to ride out the high. He told me I was convinced that the ticket machines were ossifers yes ossifers not officers of the <laughs> law and they were going to know i was high this was before it was legal in my province we were there for a couple hours and then decided to go home because i had kind of i had kind of traumatized him so that concluded my first time i did end up trying the devil's lettuce a couple more times but passed out every time i researched it and i think i have a sensitivity where it makes my blood pressure bottom out so badly damn um or sorry, but I so badly want to enjoy its positive effects. Passing out is so scary and I haven't tried it in years, but I want to try maybe another form of it or shrooms sometimes. So we'll see. You guys make shrooms sound so appealing. Sad that you're having a season break, but so, so excited for what's to come. You two are something special. Lots of love. Um, We make shrooms sound appealing. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I get that, but also never do it because of someone else do it when you're ready yeah especially something like, like shrooms you need you actually need to like have that conversation with yourself we like them so much because we had that conversation with ourselves and we did it when we were ready spiritually and that's why we fucking love them so much right. um but 
whatever you do, please be safe. Please be responsible. I'm glad you had someone there with you that obviously cared about your well-being. For sure. And like helped you out because yeah. not everyone has that and your you, first time. You can't be the only person with this like blood pressure thing. Yeah. I'm sure uh, that's kind of why like why I want to read this too when I saw it. I feel like maybe some of you guys will relate to to them. But um, I've never heard of that. If you want to try, I'm, re- I'm just like rereading the questions at the end. If you still want to get the positive effects, maybe try CBD. Yeah. That could be cool. Because maybe it's something with a THC that's like fucking off with your equilibrium, which is dropping your blood pressure. I don't know. That could be it. Okay. My next one is called, bro, this weed turned my brain to channel two. Channel two. I started smoking around the prime age of 12 and me and my best friend at the time would dabble in her mom's goods often. Kids don't try this at home. We'd smoke out of market caps, market caps, market cap, no cap, (laughs) apples, water bottles, makeshift aluminum foil bowls, whatever you could lay our hands on because glass pieces were not accessible to us youngins and could not roll to save our lives. True. I would get so obliterated that my peripheral vision would start speckling like the (gasps) channel you'd have to turn to back in the day to watch VHS tapes or play video games. Sometimes it would blur my entire vision and I'd force myself to to nap so my anxiety would be appeased. Other times I would be so off kilter I'd have to take cold showers and stand in the mirror and remind myself I'm human, LMAO. I appreciate you guys. Much love from Mass, Brittany. Wow, that's fucking crazy. I chose this one for a few reasons because we can all relate to finding something to smoke out of. The apple. The when you apple said apple, I was like, oh. I used to jab a pencil. You go across the apple, <laughs> yeah. and then one through the side, meet it in the middle. It creates this done. Like, and then it's the so top. Fun. The top. You know what we should do one night is get really high and like just through an apple. Through like we'll just through like random things that we used to get high through. We have apples at the house. Let's make an apple bong tonight, and okay. then you eat it afterwards. Uh, Ew. We would like flip a coin, and if you lost, you had to eat the apple. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, also chose this one because I've been there. That anxiety dude, like having to stand in the mirror and tell yourself you're still human, you're still here, this will pass. It's something that I taught myself to do when I get too high because yeah. you need to constantly remind yourself that it's gonna you'll you're gonna get through it because one of my big wow. things is like I'm stuck in this position. Oh wow. I'm stuck in this position, my face is stuck like this, I can't remember time. This is going to be how my life is going to be forever. Like Whoa. those are the thoughts that go through my mind when I'm too high. So like standing in the, I relate to that standing oh in the mirror. God, I'm, I'm glad I don't. Yeah. Oh, no, so feel scary. lucky. It's shitty. No, I do feel lucky. I have those moments when I'm on shrooms, but in a good way. I like to look yeah. in, like, look at That's myself and just experience. like, yes, bitch. You're, you're living. <laughs> this is a human experience. You're fucking living. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's like the opposite with weed for me. Oh, I mean, but a lot of people I feel, feel you. I'm. They said that they napped. That's a, something that I feel like I couldn't do. If I have anxiety, the last thing I could do is nap. Yeah. No, I'm like, it. okay, I have one more. This is my last one. Hello, you foine ass women. It is, it, or sorry, it is I, Sarah, <laughs> back again with another story. So this is a story of the first time I ever smoked weed. Heads up, it was horrific. Uh-oh. All of my friends started smoking around 16 and became avid smokers in high school. They always talked about all the fun they'd have while high. And for some reason, I was always so against it. I I honestly have no idea why. I don't think my mom ever told me it was a bad thing to do. I guess I was just scared shitless from the dare propaganda they fed us in school. Yo. Wait, I, there I it didn't is. even register that. I'm wearing a dare shirt right now. Um, it was the summer after my 
high school graduation and I was freshly legal as I decided it was a good idea to smoke weed for the first time on my 18th birthday, June 28th. I told my ex-boyfriend I wanted to try out, try it out and he, being an avid smoker, was all for the idea. The day leading up to the big event was great. We took a midnight trip to the beach, watched the sunrise, and got home before sunset to finally smoke. We went up to his man cave and he showed me that he had six blunts and uh, sorry, he had six blunts for just the two of us. Oh. I didn't know that that was a lot at the time because it was my first time smoking ever. So we go into a little closet and he starts hotboxing. Damn, he did okay. you dirty yeah, for your that's first time. Wrecked. He him, knew it was him your first knowing time. You were like afraid of it too like no, that's fucked that's kind of fucked um we were doing all the things blowing smoke into each other's faces <laughs> into each other's mouths you know all that stupid shit that you see in movies i love that shit um we finished our first blunt and he taps out he felt high and i on the other hand did not i totally was i just hadn't realized it yet he left me in the closet to hotbox another blunt on my own i was hotboxing and blowing smoke against the wall and back at myself IDK where I got that idea from, TBH. But bitch, tell me why I smoked four blunts by myself in one sitting. Tell me why. Literally, what was the reason? I don't know what I was doing. I thought I was supposed to smoke that much, bro. I finally exit the stupid closet and I'm way too baked. But I'm trying to play it cool because I didn't want to seem like a little bitch in front of my ex. He couldn't he could tell I was high off my ass, so he decided that it was time for the fun to begin. He says you got to listen to this and throws on Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh my God. A stoner classic. A stoner classic indeed. Um, now this album is trippy when you're sober. So can you imagine after four blunts, bro? He presses play in the first track, Speak to Me, which included laughing and screams that lead into the second track's opening guitar chord had me so fucked up. When that first chord in the second track hit, I legit said, whoa. I closed my eyes and was seeing all different shapes and colors. <laughs> I was vibing so hard, but then things took a turn for the worst. Now, for this next part, I'm going to give a small trigger warning because it has hints of non-consensual acts, but nothing happened and let me explain. My ex comes over to me during the second track, which was very chill, and starts cuddling with me. Nothing harmful or out of out of the ordinary. We were a very affectionate couple. We were a very affectionate couple. He starts kissing me and I was totally okay with it. But then the third track, which was kind of trippy, hits. My anxiety shoots up. I all of a sudden don't want to kiss him anymore because I was freaking the fuck out internally. And then the fourth song, which is titled Time, comes on and it becomes... I can't talk. It comes on and it begins with an incredibly intrusive alarm clock sound. The second those alarm clocks hit, I pushed him away and told him to get the fuck off me. I was gone from that moment on. My anxiety took over and my high became clouded with paranoia. He wasn't he wasn't allowed to touch me. He couldn't look at me. I was having intrusive thoughts about his parents coming home and finding us zooted out of our minds. I was afraid of the neighbors that I was afraid that the neighbors would call the cops about the smell of weed. I saw a witch in a black dress hanging what? in the tree outside and she was taunting me. IDK dude, it was ridiculous. It was inconsolable. Sorry, I was inconsolable. There was nothing my ex could do to make me feel better. We smoked at around 3 p.m. And at around 9 p.m., I heard footsteps coming up the stairs into the man cave where my ex and I were. I was still so incredibly high and began freaking the fuck out because I thought the steps coming from the stairs were his parents. But it was just his two friends. 
I low-key think he called them to come help me feel better and to calm me the fuck down because they brought me Gatorade and Funyuns. I'm so glad they showed up, though, because for some reason they were able to make me laugh and feel more comfortable. Sometimes you just have to change up the energy, I feel like. After I ate and drank my Gatorade, we all chilled out. My ex and his best friend slow danced to Neon Moon, and I thought it was the funniest thing at the time. I honestly don't know how my night would have ended if it hadn't been for all of his friends. Around 11 p.m., I called my mom to pick me up. She knew I was smoking that day, so I had a DD. Thanks, Mama. That's so great. Um, I got home. I laid in bed, fell asleep, woke up at 2 a.m., and I was still high. It was fucking stupid. Anyway, people, moral of the story, do not smoke four <sighs> blunts back-to-back like ever. To and do face. not listen to the dark side of the moon for the <laughs> first time while high off four blunts. That is all. After that, I was literally traumatized and couldn't listen to Dark Side of the Moon while sober without having an anxiety attack. I'm sure that like those chords like strike something in your brain. For sure. Luckily, I was able to break myself free from that anxiety. And now it remains as one of my favorite albums of all time. Same. If you haven't listened to it, please do at least once in your life. It's a bunch of trippy goodness. I hope you all enjoyed a wild ride while high. Also, Kristen, I highly resonated with your comment about not feeling worthy of receiving anything from anyone. I too believe that my inability to accept things from people stems from my mother as she has never accepted to help. Sorry. She has never accepted help from anyone due to her own feelings of unworthiness mixed with pride. I relate (laughs) you and I seem how I can't talk guys. You and I seem to have endured a lot of similar trauma. I'm learning about myself and how to cope with some of my internal issues through you. Thank you for being so open about your journey through therapy. That. I love you. Thank you so much. I love you all so much. And I'm sad to know that you're going to take a break, but I'm so excited for the future of advice and I can't wait to see y'all again. Much love, Sarah. Yo. It was a super long one, but I thought it was so worth it. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Four blunts to the face. That was but hotboxing too. Like I, I like to think that hotboxing just magnifies it. Like just times 10. Yes. That's just a good rule. Of times thumb. 10. I a lot. So you smoke forty blunts to the face, like let's say. <laughs> That's Wait, like yeah, like really though. Yeah, because it's like the breaths you're taking in between your it's hits. Still it's still weed. there. So every breath you took was a hit of weed, and just like and he was smoking too. So it's like double that. Fuck no, that. I don't That's fuck with that. Crazy. That is something else. Um, Hell no. The the trauma comment though. I don't want to like. I feel like I brushed over that really lightly. Thank you for that too. Like I we get a lot of those comments where like the things we share with you guys help you through something. And that is we share it. Yes. That is everything. So I'm so glad I can help. We're always so glad we can help, but, um, we got to break it. We do deserve it. Just saying. And I'm trying to learn that right now too. We deserve, we deserve it all. Everybody listening to this, everybody in the world deserves it all. Just saying. Anyway, that was my last one. Okay. Um, I have one more too. This one's called High Story Edibles and Thum Thumbs from Spy Kids. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I fucking hate those things. We'll get ready. Okay. Hi, ladies. I have a high story for you. A few few years ago, my husband and I moved across the country for work. Before leaving our hometown, we went out for one last hoorah with all of our friends. Before going out, my husband and his friends got pretty drunk at the pregame. I had just gotten off work, so I was sober. They had already called an Uber, so I was like, shit, I need to get on their level quick. Uh-oh. So I ate an edible. Ooh. An edible that my stoner friend told me to only eat half of because I'm a lightweight. Welp, I ate the whole thing. 
I felt pretty okay and was having a good time at the bar with all of our friends. Then all of a sudden, bam, I was fucked up. I started to have a little bit of an anxiety attack and went and sat alone in a corner. My very drunk husband found me and we decided to call an Uber and bounce. We were so messed up. We forgot to tell our friends who were all there for us. Oh, Irish goodbye. Yes. Anyway, we get in the Uber and my husband immediately falls asleep. The ride back to our house was about 20 minutes and the whole time I'm laughing to myself and making up my own language in my head. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was I was really onto something. But thinking back, I remember it consisting of Bergepti Jupite over and over. I then all of a sudden thought our Uber driver was a thumb thumb. Picture oh, attached. hell no. And, <laughs> and from Spy Kids and was absolutely terrified. I couldn't move and was frozen, pressed up against the back seat, so scared. When we finally arrived home, I jumped out of the car and my husband stumbled out and threw up under his oh, parents' no. bedroom window. Yikes. <gasps> when I finally checked my ho- my phone, I had hella missed calls from all of our friends. Turns out we had only been at the bar for 30 minutes before disappearing. <gasps> I can only imagine what that Uber driver thought of us that night. And she uh, she attached a picture of a thumbs up. Ew, let me see it. Oh, these characters are so weird. Ew, 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 ew. They freak me out so bad. It's a thumb thumb. Ew, Google thumb 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 if you don't know what it is. Uh, So weird. They're not cool. They're weird. We can't. We can't. (laughs) Uh, Never mind. I'm not going to share that story with you guys. Yay. Uh, These were amazing. This is so good. I... Can we like for season two? Can we make it a thing where we have like a high episode every once in a while? Sure, because I have act- a drunk episode. Really- we're gonna have a high episode. We still need to do our shroom episode. I just I enjoy. I love it. it. Oh, I feel like yeah, like another sure. side of us comes out, and I f- like no. I, I feel like it. y'all appreciate that too. I don't know. Um, but this concludes episode thirty three point five, season one of Advice. I could cry. Things we did that, that. we just completed. <laughs> A full season yeah. of a podcast with over 60 a, episodes. Yeah. Right. Wait, hold on. Six, th- yeah, 66. Th- this is 31. So this would be, no, this is 33.5. Oh, okay. Then 66. 67. 67. 67 episodes. Oh, damn it. I wish we made it to 69. Fuck. <laughs> no, but we'll start on our 68. Wait. Do we start? Should we start back to number one, like season two, episode one? Well, t- well, that's I guess we'll that's our that conversation. Yeah. To have. <laughs> what do you guys think? Should we do? Yeah, like, I don't know. Um, no, no. This is really this is a cool moment, though. I know, I know, we're sad that we're taking kind of an unexpected break, but everything happens for a reason. I think we're gonna come back with a bang. We have a lot of fun shit planned, exactly, and we're gonna be able to dive into these plans even deeper. And like, uh, there's just it's gonna just be get big. excited, get excited, guys. It's um, not gonna be long. Before For sure. you know it, we're gonna be back. Go rewatch all the other episode, uh, all the old episodes, and refresh your memory. It's like it's like what we need to do with Handmaid's Tale because April twenty eighth, the new season comes yeah. out. Yeah, season I'm four. so fucking excited. Let's do it. <sighs> I love you guys. Oh, uh, this is so weird. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> make sure to rate us five stars and leave a review. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Turn on your notifications. Just so you know, the second we come right back, you have a notification right there on your home screen. Um, also, comment down below or tweet us. Just reach out to us on social media at Advice Podcast on everything. And let us know things you want to see in season two. Yeah. Let us know. No limits. Yeah. Seriously, no limits. Let's 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 talk. This is your part of this, too. We want to we want you guys to love it just as much as we do. But 
We'll be around. We'll be there. We'll still talk to you. We'll oh, still yeah. go live and shit. For, for sure. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Advice Podcast. We'll go live. Our lives are so much fun. Um, yeah, we'll leave you there. See we you love soon. you guys so much. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye. That was, let's do it louder. Okay. Ready? One, two, two, three. Bye. We kind of harmonized. Ah. Should we become ah. shyingers? We come back as a, as a singing duo. A band. I'm gonna might come back with a husband. Okay, bye. Oh uh, shit. <laughs>